If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 438. Being mindful with your training and nutrition, setting a new standard for yourself, part one, by JC Dean of jcdfitness.com. And I'm your host and narrator, Dr. Neil. Hello, welcome to a Wednesday episode of Optimal Health Daily, where I read some of the best health and fitness blogs to you, usually with a little bit of commentary at the end. Now, just like the last couple of episodes, today's post is a bit on the longer side, So I'll read the first half today and then finish it up tomorrow. Now, before we get to it, don't forget, I answer your questions every Friday. You can send one in at oldpodcast.com. What's great is if you do, you make me super happy because I love answering your questions. And as a bonus, you're entered into small special raffles to win books from us. But for now, let's get right to it. Hear today's post and start optimizing your life. Being Mindful with Your Training and Nutrition, Setting a New Standard for Yourself, Part 1, by J.C. Dean of jcdfitness.com. It's the middle of March. Where are you in your current health and fitness plan? Are you still on track, or have your New Year's resolutions gone completely awry? Are you back into your old habits, or have you successfully created new ones? This year will mark the 13th or 14th year I've been doing some form of strength training. Within the last three years, I've hit a few of my strength-related goals, such as a 500-plus pound deadlift, being able to bench 225 pounds more than 10 times, I believe my last best was a set of 15. And a year ago, I got heavily into full range of motion Olympic-style squats and quickly got up to doing more than twice my body weight for singles and doubles. This year, one of my goals is to hit a two and a half times Olympic squat, and if I can manage to stay injury-free, I will surely smash it. But this past year, my mindset about training and nutrition has taken a major turn for the better, in my opinion. Back on July 1st, I began a journey I had no idea would lead me to the interests I have now regarding a concept called mindfulness. And today, I want to discuss how you can apply it to your training and nutrition. For those who are unfamiliar with the term, it's pretty simple. A working definition is this. Mindfulness is a state of open attention in which you observe thoughts, feelings, and ideas without judgment, and with the idea of remaining focused on the present moment. Of course, there are other definitions primarily derived from Buddhism, but that's way beyond the scope of this piece. In case you didn't know, I've opened up on my personal blog, jcdean.com, about the topic. In fact, I've written a lot about my journey with meditation and how it's affected my life thus far. The site is a handful of posts I've written that pertain to meditation and mindfulness. Something I never thought I'd be doing is sitting by myself in silence and counting my breath. 
In fact, I used to scoff at people who practiced this because I deemed it a monumental waste of time. I've since eaten my words, and I'm glad I gave in. I wanna give you some ideas of what it's like to be more mindful about your fitness and nutrition. I'll give you examples of how I do it and how I've benefited as a result. At this stage in my training career, I now simply train because it's a part of me rather than something I'm making an effort to do. So what's different than before? Awareness plus the deliberateness to be mindful about something. Have you ever noticed yourself doing a certain task but find your mind in a completely different place? This is the opposite of mindfulness. It's like when you're driving. The last thing you're thinking about is how the steering wheel feels in your hand or your ability to fumble through your Facebook feed while changing the radio station. Or what about when you're on the phone with someone, but grocery shopping at the same time? Your attention is somewhere, but it's probably not where it needs to be. Practical application in training and nutrition. When I used to train, I was wrapped up in certain goals, both short-term and long-term. For the short term, I was all about progressive overload. Wednesday, I hit all of my reps on my squats, so today it's time to increase the weight. With regards to the long term, I was always shooting for a certain number, oftentimes a percentage of where I wanted to be that would promise an improvement in my one rep max. I found myself too focused on the future without acknowledging the present. Even when I reached my goals, I was still unfulfilled and scrambling to make new ones or just falling off the grid altogether and losing my momentum with another training routine or another training schedule. In comes mindfulness. As I began to meditate in July 2012, things started to change. At first, I was sitting for five minutes per day, in silence, and going absolutely mad, just waiting for it to be over. All this stuff about counting my breaths and focusing my senses inward made me a little uneasy, but it got easier with patience and time. I felt like a veil was being lifted from my eyes as I started to pay attention to everything in great detail. I noticed the way my hands felt when I'd gripped the steering wheel on my way to the gym. I'd drive without my shoes on to see how the brake pad, clutch, and accelerator felt on my bare feet. Then when I got to the gym, I started to lose sight of what I wanted for the long term. All that mattered was I was there to do work, and I would focus on enjoying every moment, every single contraction, and every second loading and unloading the weights. My mind was opening. I was becoming aware and very intent on what I was doing. This is mindfulness. The same goes with my relationship with food. Many years ago, I used to become a real glutton around the holidays. It was a challenge to see how much food I could stuff myself with. I am not proud of this. I was hyper-focused on the future holidays, parties, etc., that when they finally came, I didn't take any time to enjoy the food. I merely pigged out because I could only to feel like a sack of you-know-what afterward for my behavior. But that's all changed now. In fact, my negative relationship with food is completely gone. I view it all as nothing but both essential nutrients and fuel for my body. I don't restrict myself, and I always listen to what my body wants and needs, even if it means going to the local fast food joint for something very salty. Burger and fries, anyone? After coaching many people, I've been reminded of my once negative relationship with food. I recently had a few clients who harbored such anxieties when it came to their food choices that I began to dream of how I might explain my journey to the other side, completely free of any negative relationships with my intake. I haven't quite figured that part out yet, but I do have some ideas, and I think they're valuable enough to share with you. For me, when I made the decision to meditate daily, it was for two reasons. To be continued. 
You just listened to part one of the post titled, Being Mindful with Your Training and Nutrition, Setting a New Standard for Yourself by J.C. Dean of jcdfitness.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I know I totally left you hanging there. Totally not fair, I know. Now, no matter how you feel about Arnold Schwarzenegger, our ex California governor, he was talking about mindfulness back in the 60s and 70s when he was a professional bodybuilder. For those of you that are kind of fascinated by that culture of bodybuilding, he had a documentary called Pumping Iron, which is actually fascinating. It's one of my favorite documentaries. But he talks about being mindful while you're in the gym and you hear him training others. And he talks about how, just think about how your muscles are growing when you're pulling on that machine. When you're doing that squat, imagine your legs are growing in size. He would say that a lot, and he was onto something. No matter how you feel, again, about Arnold's training style or him as a person, he knew what he was doing. He probably wouldn't have won as many competitions if he wasn't really onto something. And he was a big believer in making sure that every repetition, every move was perfect. And what I love about JC's approach and this whole idea of being in the moment when you're at the gym especially is that when we're at the gym, we are focused on results, aren't we? We're thinking about how this move or this exercise is gonna make us look in the far-off future someday. But really, that's the wrong approach. Just like with weight loss, it's not about the end result that we should think about. It's about the behaviors that we're learning, the process along the way that's so important. And so the same rules can be applied with exercise. Think about every move and how it's just making you stronger how it's making you better, how it's helping your heart and your blood vessels. Don't think about what you're gonna look like by doing these moves. Focus on the process. Enjoy the journey. If you do that, the results have to follow. Now, like I mentioned at the top of the show, I answer your questions right here on the podcast every Friday in special Q&A episodes. You can ask me anything related to diet and nutrition, stress management, exercise, and lots more. Just call and leave me a message with your question. 
The phone number is 61 I Love OHD, or you can send in an audio question through our site, oldpodcast.com. That's more friendly if you want to do multiple takes and hear yourself before sending it in. And by the way, if you send me a question, you make me happy, and you're entered into special raffles to win books every month from us, which makes you happy, hopefully. All right, that does it for today. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I'll be back here for tomorrow's show where we'll finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift, as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us, and remember, your optimal life awaits.